Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And if you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsis. He's prepared to ignite. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show. Leadership is changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey, listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and I want to welcome you to today's session. It's a mashup where I have two wonderful guests. Hey, listeners, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, please come along and join us in those two different platforms. We would love to see you there. Hey, today I want to share with you the two guests that I have for today's mashup. Tamara Macduff, she is a digital marketing expert, and she's from episode 125 and episode 126, Julian Light, public relations person. And, and this is what he's known as. He's known as the reputation mechanic because he works around public relations and reputation. And he's recently joined in New Zealand, of course, an organization due to the pandemic and so forth, like many airlines and travel industry have struggled. And so Julian is sharing some of his thoughts around the questions that I ask. You'll notice that the two questions I'm asking, who's your favorite leader and why? And leadership is changing. What does it mean to you? And wanted to run from those two questions rather than just the one question, because both of them share some really interesting insights as well. All right, team, what I'd like you to do is listen to what's been shared, take notes, and enjoy the mashup. So here's an interesting question for you. Now, this person could be alive or from history. Who's your favorite leader and why? My favorite leader, I have several of them. That is an excellent question. But the one that I really lean on the most lately has been John Maxwell. I have loved his stuff forever and ever and ever. And what I really like about him is that he walks the talk. He doesn't just tell you what you need to do to be an effective leader. You can see it in everything that he does. His books are written in an easy to understand language that you can, You, I can't put most of them down. I highlight all of them. I've got, you know, flag stickers on everything so that I can go to different passages and I just, that's what I love about him is that he, he's like every man. He's every man when he talks to people and you are the most important person in the room when he's talking to you. Yeah. For our listeners, if you don't know who John Maxwell is, John C. Maxwell, he's an author of about 80 books, a wonderful speaker, a wonderful leader, and he's done so well over the years and uh, just had a big birthday for himself. And John, mm -hmm. as, as Tamara is saying, that John is someone who's really, really quite cool in the sense that you're so right in his books. 
easy read, so easy. It, it's a lot of leadership books that I find are very much technical jargon, very academic and things like that. His is layman's terms, very simple, easy to understand, and you're right, it's hard to put them down. And so, um, uh, listeners, if you haven't already checked out John C. Maxwell, go and check out his books. Uh, which one's your favorite book? Uh, right now, my favorite book is Everyone Communicates But Few Connect. Yeah, wonderful. That's an older, that's an yeah. older book. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's so true because I've seen, you know, and you and I have probably seen and our listeners have seen leaders that communicate and everyone goes, what? What are they going on about? But the leader that's able to up, be up there to, to communicate and really connect with the audience, that. That's just really, really special for um, for people to experience, and I think it's, it's a wonderful thing. So the show is called Leadership is Changing, and when I say that uh, title, what does that mean for you? Oh, it means that leaders need to bring the human component back and start connecting with people and stop thinking that they are just, it's just an academic Thing, that everything has to be based just on the numbers. Well, the numbers tell us this, we have to go in this direction. Well, that may be, but what is the human balance to that as well? And I see a lot of leaders that just do not connect with their community if they're political, right? They don't connect with the community. If they're a leader of a business, they're not connecting with the workers on the production floor. And that's where everything happens. And the leaders that do, that take that five minutes and go around and just say hello to the people on the production floor, they're able to get those workers to do more mm -hmm. and to move the company forward. And, and then when you see businesses out there that are really doing what they can when, like when, um, you know, we're all dealing with COVID and when COVID hit and when you saw business leaders come out and help at the food shelters or help... Other businesses say, you know, your business is closed. Well, I still need things that you do. So could you do it in this particular way? Or they are collaborating on different things just to get people through the crisis. That's where leadership is changing. Leadership is getting more hands-on, I guess I would say. Yeah, it's wonderful. And then I saw the flip side too. I don't know if you saw this, but you didn't see leaders actually step up at all. Mm, yes. And it's like, wow. And I think that goes back to probably my introduction, which I talk about, you know, leaders are running the risk of, or they're not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant, being left behind. And there it is. Boom. It's just happened. And they may not have felt it yet, but they are going to feel it. They're going to be left behind. And as you said, those people, leaders who have got out there with the community, got out there to do things, but also partner with others to get smart about what they do. You're so right. They're going to be the ones that are going to be moving forward. And that is leadership is changing. What we used to say was that management comes from the head and leadership comes from the heart. Yeah, that's and, right. And, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hey, look, I'm going to ask you a question here. Now, this person can be alive or from history. And the question here is, who's your favorite leader and why? Yeah, I don't really have a single leader. I think leaders and leadership changes so often, right? And, and, and depending on the circumstance. So every year I tend to focus or, or sort of, I guess, study a, a leader uh, to keep up with the times and, and make sure, you know, sort of you're constantly learning and, and um, understanding business and political world around us. And this year I'm, I'm studying, studying, I'm reading all about Satya Nadella, who's the CEO of Microsoft, a chap who took over the reins of one of the most iconic companies, which had a world-famous CEO. Everyone knew who, who Bill Gates is. No one knows who Nadella is. Well, all very few people do. Certainly not a household name. And yet he revolutionized the way that company operated. 
he really he humanized a technology giant. I mean, that, that is in itself is a huge um, sort of accomplishment. You know, he focused on culture and empathy, and um, he was a very he's a very curious leader, and he sort of assumed this role. No one really had heard much about him, and he completely defied expectations. And I think a lot of people read about him, and certainly my reflection is that he's people think, well, he's an empathetic leader, so therefore he's a soft leader, or he was just a really nice guy, or was a nice guy. But actually, he brought great clarity uh, to his vision. I had really big, bold ideas, very innovative, and he's very energetic. So he brings to you know any meeting or any sort of engagement he has one-on-one or with you know 5,000 people he's and he brings this great energy and urgency and momentum to his ideas and you know he's been incredibly successful you know I think he grew Microsoft by something like 250 billion dollars which is a nice tidy little sum for someone you know but but really did it in a way that changed the culture and I think Mm. he's he's a leader for our times really so I've got a lot more to learn about him but that's certainly what has impressed me so far. Yeah, I had the privilege of going with Microsoft, uh, 30 facilitators from around the world. We all went to Microsoft in Dublin, and we were talking about exactly what you're just talking about, because he wanted the the leaders to come up with their own purpose in life. And so we've seen that quite a bit as well, which is is fantastic. But I love what you say here about bring energy, urgency, and momentum to the role and to to meetings and things like that. So I think that that'll be brilliant. Now... You're being reputation mechanic. Here I am. I'm, I'm getting nervous. I'm about to ask you a question here. So I want to know a little bit more about what your thoughts are on this. And the title of the show is called Leadership is Changing. What does that mean for you? Yeah, look, I think, I mean, obviously, I well, I think it's a little bit obvious, but there's been this huge change in leadership, right, in terms of what it means, what it stands for, who who we would typically call a leader has changed so massively. And I think certainly in the last 10 years or more, it has changed quite dramatically. I think, you know, I sort of started off my career, must have been sort of 2007 odd. Social media was sort of just coming into its early days. So I feel like I've been sort of part of this transition generation where, you know, I'm a millennial. So I've seen what the old sort of way of leading and managing used to be like and I've seen this huge disruption come in and shift away from formal titles or position to the sort of almost kind of like a mana right sort of role you know being a manager used to make you automatically a leader but it doesn't today and I think technology's obviously had a huge impact on that you know you don't need to be a CEO or a senior executive with a C-suite office, corner office to show leadership. You know, you can be a 15-year-old and campaigning about climate change and you are showing more leadership than, you know, someone at the very top of a um, listed company can be. So I think the, 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 the very um, confines of what defines a leader has changed incredibly. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a millennial, as I said, and so I'm heavily influenced by my generation. I think millennials will be the biggest proportion of the workforce within a decade or so. And so how millennials are sort of looking and approaching leadership is so different because we are sort of the digital natives, right? Facebook, social media, technology, has all consumed us and we've really taken it and adapted it to the way that we work. You know, we want a, a sort of a flatter, faster, more sort of more focused on fairness in the way of doing things. And it's a very far cry from the very regimented environments that have long def- defined workplaces, you know, where employees have had little to no flexibility, you know, must do what they're told. And that division between 
my personal self and my professional self. That no longer, a lot of those things no longer exist. And, you know, we're really, I think it was, I read it in Forbes that said, authoritarian leadership is out and inclusive leadership is in. And I think inclusive leadership for me doesn't just mean accepting a range of views. It's about it's about actively seeking them out and creating an environment where everyone has the opportunity to, you know, to share their voice regardless of where they are in an organisation. I think um, a lot of the time, certainly in my younger years, only good ideas came from the top and you know they were the decision makers you know they had earned their stripes and yet now some of the best ideas come from you know the the, the, you know 20 year old grad who's you know been in the business six months because they're looking at something from a completely different perspective and they can shape up and and freshen up an organization and show leadership very much so Uh, so you don't need to have the formal position anymore and I know I'm talking to a man who knows you know you're you're agreeing with me but there has been that I think in in my career I've been very fortunate to really to see that transition happen and be shaped by it. Yeah and I think that's not going to be the only transition that we'll see we'll probably see more in the future as well which which we'll talk about a little bit later on but yes some very good points and uh, you know the other thing here that you said authentic leadership is out and inclusive leadership is in it's that collaboration it's the ability to be able to collaborate well together you know, so many organizations work in silos. I'm going to protect my little patch and look after my little team and that. And that just does not going to count or it's not going to even, you know, work nowadays. You're going to have mm. to work and collaborate with others as well. Otherwise, you're going to be very lonely and your organization is not going to go very far at all. Yeah, and you're going to lose out on some big ideas as well. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there would there will be some big ideas or you know, so limited to your own thinking, whereby if you have a team of people and you can get so many more ideas, fantastic. Wow. Hey, listeners, what an awesome mashup that was from Tamara and, of course, Julian, and both of them sharing some wonderful insights and experiences and thoughts around those two questions that I've asked. Hey, for the listeners who haven't already joined us on the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, feel free to come along and join that. That's called Leadership is Changing. And for those that you already who already have joined, I would love you to invite other people as well in relation to coming along to those two different platforms, Facebook group and also the LinkedIn page. Hey, listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Hey, look out for the episodes as they're being released. Download them, have a listen, put a review and a rating. If there's, feel free to share this with your friends, your family, your network. And if there's any feedback you'd like to give me in relation to the show, or if you have a question for my guests as I interview them, or a question for the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode that happens once a week, send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning in. Always great to be with you. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.